special is in the air here. Long. Games. Brees Hall over the right side, powering in, touchdown Cyclones. Out to the 10, to the left side, to the 5, touchdown! Oh my goodness, what a touchdown! So yeah, um, what do you think? What do you think? I really haven't talked too much about the game. So what, what are your thoughts about the last game? It was a hell of, a hell of a lot more fun than any of the other weeks. I mean, it's amazing how when you score, how much more fun the game is to watch. And um, Rocco looks really good, I think. I mean, Eli Sanders, you know, he was one of the first guys to wear a Sound of the Sirens hoodie. And we we're kind of glad to see. It was fun to see him kind of come out of the shadows a little bit too. But, no, I think we, you know, there's been talk about the air raid and all that crap. Well, we're, I think we're about 50, 50 past a run. I think we're just going to probably have to do the opposite of what Campbell would like to do. I mean, I think Campbell would like to let the run set up our pass. And I think it's going to have to be the opposite. I think we're going to have to be successful throwing the ball um, to be able to run it. I mean, so if we have trouble throwing it, it's going to make it even that much harder to run it. So I think we had a freshman, one of the, I think it was a freshman, uh, offensive lineman that was probably looked as good as anybody. I think it's the Keller kid, if I remember right. I'm sorry. I've, I've made three trips to Sioux City in the last 72 hours, so I'm a little punchy right now. So yeah. um, I think it's uh, – I'm going to look it up here. What did you think? I mean, did, what was your opinion of the game? Uh, I just thought – I just looked like Rocco finally we got the keys to the offense. I feel like he's been kind of – handcuffed the last couple of games and i feel like him and Shieldhouse probably had a good week in practice and uh it just it really helps when like players like noel like don't drop the ball and he pl he played fantastic and like we, yeah like obviously obviously fans loved uh, when it's just nice to see a player like that just finally get some success and he's like if he can play like that the rest of the year i think it would be great for our offense because we need a go-to receiver, and we thought it would be Higgins in the offseason, but it might be Noel. And uh, I think yeah. it just it just it's really frustrating. He's still running the ball just to, into a brick wall, but Campbell's going to keep doing it, and uh, we we just need to figure out a way to. I think it's either one of these running backs need to figure it out, or just because I don't know. We, we got talented running backs like we had Dave Montgomery and Brees Hall, right? Then they just they were so good that they we did not even need a uh, blockers like, but uh, I think we might, I'm not sure if we have that type of level of running back, but I think we have a couple like but they got we got running backs with good hands. We just need to get them out in space and like switch it up. We can't just keep running the same three running plays over and over again. And uh, I think even with the our players kind of don't feed off it very well after it if it's like three and out, three and out. I think. We're finally expanding the playbook. Finally, now we're now we're in conference and letting Rocco like have more. I mean, he's still a freshman, so we can, and right. the offense coordinator for his first year. So I think it's finally we're seeing steps of progress, and I think our fan base is just looking for any progress. And we're just uh, obviously we got Oklahoma, and we're twenty-four underdogs, but 
like just just doesn't feel like we should be twenty point underdogs just based on our defense and like just on looking at Oklahoma and who they played against. Like they've, if they played any like level of higher decent level of competition, they don't score over thir- like they haven't reached thirty points yet. So with our yeah. defense, I think if we can just keep keep it in the game and not like because like that Purdy like the infamous like Purdy and Jalen Hurts game that people like rewatched a million times like because of the playoff game where Purdy got hurt. Like we like that first court, like the first drive, it was like CD Lamb like it was like almost picked, but CD Lamb caught it and it was a touchdown. And it was it was just like a quick like it just feels like every time we play at Oklahoma, they have twenty eight points right away. But I feel like with our defense and Haycock's like success against Oklahoma, I think that's good and low key that no one's talking about that we have because We've had great success against Oklahoma in the Campbell era, but it's just nice to have those coaches that uh, I don't know. It's just different because Oklahoma, like Lincoln Riley's not Oklahoma anymore, so it's just different because I feel like they have to switch. They had to switch because uh, they're going to SEC, right? And uh, I feel like uh, they're they're they half the people I feel like are like Oklahoma's trash, or they're like just another half the people are like Oklahoma's legit. And I feel like we're just ready to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I the thing that we've got going for us is that, you know, 10, 10 years ago, kids couldn't even visualize being successful in Norman. And now we have had some success down there. So this isn't, if we would win, it's not going to be like, oh, my God, what the hell just happened? I mean, it would just mean we played really well. I mean, so um, it's just a different world than, you know, it's not like going into – South Bend or Columbus and winning like, you know, place that we've never won before. We've been, we've had success there. I mean, we had the, we probably should, I mean, we should have won when uh, uh, Petway was there. I mean, that was a probably an interference in the corner, the same area where Lazard had a big catch to, to win the game. So um, I, I watched the SMU game and Oklahoma is so easy to hate. I mean, they just are, I mean, they don't talk as much trash as they used to, but they still do. They can't just, tackle you and get up and walk away they gotta stand over you for a second or talk crap i mean they're just so easy to be disliked i mean maybe it's that red freaking uniform that just pisses me off every time i see it and now that the new trend is these white face masks that kind of reminds me of this will predate probably most people listening to this reminds me of billy sims played for oklahoma i mean it's kind of got that style to the helmet but they have athletes. I mean, I mean, they've got a lot of speed. Um, SMU, you know, got to the quarterback a couple of times, and it was it was fourteen eleven about ten minutes to go in the game, in that one. And then um, SMU just, I think, let the atmosphere get to them a little bit. Uh, you know, dropped a dropped a kickoff on the three and started backed up, and then Oklahoma got a you know ended up stopping them and got a score, I believe. But then. You know, and Oklahoma just showed their athletes a little bit, and SMU just kind of messed up. SMU's not bad either, but they are two and two, and they got they got hammered by TCU as well. So um, I still think, you know, you know, we don't know. Everybody's talking about how bad Oklahoma State is. So do we really know that? I mean, nobody at this point in the season. We kind of are getting a feel of of who is who in the nation, but. You know, a week ago, we would have thought Colorado was ready to start sizing up for rings, and that ain't happening right now. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I it's just so much fun to beat Oklahoma. I mean, just because 
they're just not fun to cheer for. I mean, I just, I mean, I, I sat and watched Venables press conference last night and it's amazing to me when you watch him, he's kind of a cerebral guy, reminds you a lot of Dabo. I mean, obviously he coached under him. Um, but he's, I mean, they're just, when you watch them, them play, they're just really hard to, hard to watch. So, um, I don't know. It's, I mean, just from, from that, they're, they're obviously have good, I mean, they're obviously have athletes. They've hit the portal hard. Um, they're rushing three or four, depending on the situation. Um, so Rocco's probably going to see a little more heat than he's used to. Um, but SMU's receivers got open and, uh, they hit the couple deep balls too. And, um, they were good passes, but they, it wasn't an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady pass. So, um, they also, I think they missed a field goal too. So, I mean, it's could have been 14 to 13 easily or 14, 14, excuse me, in the fourth quarter. So, and they had eight turnover or eight penalties against, uh, Cincinnati. So, yeah. So, I mean, we, we just, we just have to be able to handle the environment. It's a little like Kinnick. It's that old brick stadium where they're right on top of you and you're going to have, it's going to be a six o'clock kick. So Cletus and all of his cousins are going to be sitting there on the edge of the edge of the bricks, yelling at our kids, and yeah, we're going to have to be able to handle it. It's weird. It's the last time we're going to go there, and it's just like the last time I even wrote it down the last time listening to this damn band over and over and over and over again during the game. Like they're the only and the, and the Perina Puppy Child wagon that comes running across, and every time I still think one of the funniest things is when they rolled that damn thing in the middle yeah. of the, in the field. So it's happened a couple can, times. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy. Go back in history, how many times we played. I mean, this is, this is one of the things that just, you know, makes college football the way the path we're going, you know, really not fun. I mean, we're not going to be able to, we've had, we've had a lot of history with them. We haven't had a lot of success against them, but it's an old big eight school that, you know, when the glory days of, Barry Switzer and, you know, Donnie Duncan had the connection with Oklahoma. I mean, Donnie Duncan was an assistant at Oklahoma, I believe, before he came to Iowa State. And um, so and I have a buddy that was kind of chasing around one of Donnie Duncan's daughters at one time. That's why he's an Oklahoma State fan or Oklahoma fan. So um, I don't know. It, it, it's it's too bad, but that's just the world we live in. And, and we're not going backwards. I mean. Yeah, it's it's, just the way it, it is. just kind of sinks because we're finally ha- like competing against them, and like, yeah, we did have those glory years against uh, the, the Lincoln Riley and S- Spencer Rattler and Baker Mayfield yeah. and like Kyler Murray. Like, man, they've Oklahoma has been loaded for so long, and they've really yeah. held the throne for the Big Twelve. Like, we need to like obviously we can kick Texas out the door, but I feel like Oklahoma we need to be more gracious to them because without their success in football. Like Big Twelve, maybe just maybe be like, be like the ACC and like the what the Pac Twelve was because Pac Twelve really didn't have much success because they uh, the since the Reggie Bush era they really didn't. I mean, other than Oregon had a couple of flashes in the pan, but well, we had Nebraska, you know, and when they were in the big when they were in the Big Eight, I mean, we had Nebraska and Oklahoma; those were the two big dogs, and everybody else was chasing them. And you know that was you know twenty some years ago when Nebraska was relevant and and Oklahoma's relevant at the same time. But, um, you know, I think Oklahoma and Nebraska were both cheating at the time. And, that, I mean, it's just the way it is. And now everybody can do what they're doing. And the parity has come up a little bit. But recruiting to Oklahoma is not cannot be a hard job. I mean, it's like recruiting basketball to Kansas. I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot of kids that when Oklahoma calls, they're going to pick up the phone. 
but um yeah i don't know it'll be it'll be it'll be interesting it'll be fun i mean it's just it'll be it's just too bad it's the last time i wish it was in it wish it wish it was in ames but <clears throat> that's just the way it is so it just kind of sinks we never really we never made it down there i made it down to texas and you yeah i mean you're not well exactly. we were supposed to go we had a wedding remember that yeah. i was supposed to go with my buddies and and the, and my niece got married in Colorado that weekend, and we didn't get a yeah. Speaking speaking, speaking that day, that's the last time Brock Purdy's lost a regular season game. Was that day? Oh wow, that's crazy. It's a long time ago. Yeah, so I I told we talked about this earlier this week, but is it amazing that Shadur or whatever the hell ever you pronounce it, Sanders makes four times as much money as Brock Purdy does? Let that sink in for a second. It's crazy. A, a high school or college kid is making four times more than one of the best if not the best quarterback in the nfl right now yeah and he's that only, means things are that means things are backwards a little bit yeah i mean it's just the world we live in i mean brock Purdy was also the last pick in the draft and like that the 49ers are not going to pay him more i mean they probably well, they don't have to yeah why would they why would but they yeah not yet so yeah it's somebody's somebody's going to if they don't step up i mean yeah i mean but he's under contract it's not like it's, this is the difference between NFL and the NBA. Like the NBA, the players you can just like, trade me. Yeah, yeah, but well, but I mean, Brock's gonna get paid someday. We just got to keep him healthy so he can hit that first big paycheck. But it's, it's just so damn annoying how every game, while you're on Twitter, it's like Bill Simmons and like all those journalists, people that just start like start talking crap because like you know Purdy has like a couple of bad throws, but at least like his bad throws are not like, you know, when he has a bad game, he's thrown it to other team. But his bad throws, like, he's just missing, like, barely. And, like, I feel like they're just waiting for Brock. To, there's people cheering for Brock to fail, and I can't figure out why. You mean all of the big shots on you yeah, know, like, like the, the pe- guys you were talking about? Yeah. Well, I don't listen to them. I mean, I don't listen to I, I haven't no, it's listened not, to it's just on those Twitter for so long. Oh, it's just uh-huh. on Twitter. All, the, the entire time is just like – and then. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith shouldn't be talking crap about anybody. I mean, is that who you're talking about? No, it's Bill Simmons, uh, or Gottlieb, go on and on, oh. just like those type of people. Well, that... Gottlieb, Gottlieb's a former Oklahoma State guy. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. he's never going to give us anything. I mean, even Bill 49er Simmons, fans. Bill Simmons couldn't. Bill Simmons couldn't find Iowa on a map if you paid him. I mean, he even did like uh, Bill Simmons. Like, obviously, he's fantastic at what he does and great whatever but like he did a pu- interview with paul shirley way back in the day and then like yeah obviously shirley's kind of up and up like with the, the eustachia area was different like the players obviously looked at iowa state differently but i feel like paul paul shirley's come around and likes iowa state again but they're just talking about how like i was iowa state and iowa fans are kind of like have it's like cultish like behavior with their teams i'm just like I mean, it's kind of yeah. true, but like Alabama, Auburn, like Duke, North Carolina, weren't. You know, it's it's, it's, a, it's a tribal thing. That's an American thing. We always pick teams, but you know, unfortunately, it took nine eleven for to pull everybody together, and nobody could care. We were all getting along then. I mean, so yeah. at, at the end of the day, I mean, we're all we all cheer for our own teams, but I think we, when when big things come up, we typically pull together. We'll be tested someday. You know, historic. I mean. We haven't ever had that happen since the whole social media thing has come around. So hopefully, yeah. I mean, can you imagine nine eleven in the era of Twitter of or Instagram? You imagine the pictures you would have seen on Instagram. I mean, yeah, the, the 
total like how many different narratives would have gone on and stuff and like you would have had a live stream of the bill from the inside of the tower of it going down yeah that would be, be bad yeah that'd be terrible yeah it would have been it'd been horrible i mean i i talked i told this to somebody you know i try to watch a di- something about 9-11 at the anniversary every year and and when it happened you never saw people jumping out of the building that day i mean or even probably even five years later i never saw a video of anybody jumping off. So every time I watch it, I see a new one and it gets a little more, more horrific each time. I mean, so anyway, so that doesn't matter, but I mean, the, the, uh, what were we talking about? How do we get on this subject? I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll just so, forget about that. Well, it's going to be hotter in hell and it's going to be hotter in hell in Norman on Saturday too. So that's going to, that's going to be a factor. I mean, we don't know. I think Gary is still playing the, our linebacker. It sounds like Malik Verdon is still questionable. Um, we're probably not playing. Um, sounds like Cortavius, Cortavius is not out. I mean, he's going to play. I mean, I when he's, you know, I had a shoulder injury like that back in the day when he's come, coming off hanging like that, and that was, I had a, I've had stingers too, and that was not what I felt like when I had a stinger, but that is the way I felt when I dislocated my shoulder. So, um, so it, I, that's what I thought for sure that he had a separated or dislocated shoulder, but supposedly he doesn't. So. Um, and I, I, getting back to what I said earlier, Keller is a tight end. I cannot remember the name of the offensive lineman that I saw play that I thought played really well. I also saw some that played horrifically. I mean, we we whiffed on some blocks, and um, hopefully, you know, that's getting cleaned up each week. But well, like whenever um, we I do, we, whenever we do turn the tide on the offensive line, if it ever happens in my lifetime, it really hasn't. I mean, we've we've gotten a little better, but like it seems like we're just trying to get average. Like we've never been good. We've never had a good yeah. offensive line. Let's be completely honest with ourselves. Like an actual good college football power five offensive line. We've had average ones at best, but not great. And I think and I think we've had average offensive line coaches, to be honest with you. I mean, I remember one back when Seneca was playing that was kind of a clown and and Seneca ran for his life for two years with us. So um yeah, I mean I think I think we got a good one now. I mean, I think we just gotta ride that right out the storm. I mean, I think possibly a year if not two years from now we're going to be completely talking about some 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 other kind of, i think we will see that offensive line be that good i mean because i think he's going to recruit better i mean i think we're going to get some of the uh, i saw one of the posts of a kid that tagged clan today on twitter um that we're recruiting so um who knows i mean but yeah you're right i mean we we have if we can if we can complete a couple short passes don't turn the ball over i mean that's the key we can't turn the ball over, and we can't give them the typical Oklahoma big play because I mean, like, we're not going to win a shootout against these guys. Three and outs. We can't. We got to manage the three and outs. We can't like sure. the defense. We can't uh, like it's an aged. Like we've said this so many times. Like we just can't let the defense get exhausted. How many times we've like right. if we just let our defense rest? Like we've have good, yeah. great defenses, and like the only time they like slip up is when they've been out there forever and like playing Oklahoma yeah, well, and like. What, yeah, that's when the heat's going to come into play. I mean, if it's going to be 92 and our defense is on the field all the time, it'll get ugly. I mean, that's just that's just the bottom line. But if we can keep keep them rested, luckily, you know, Haycock likes to play a lot of people, so that's going to help. But we can't fumble snaps. We can't snap it over the punter's head. We can't shank a punt and have like a three-yard punt. We can't miss field goals and or pats we've and we've just got to play clean football i mean yeah, it's just it's just like saying what the coaches say give us, the chance, give, you know, get us to the fourth quarter that's what i'm asking 
get us to the fourth quarter and let's see what let's see what happens. Yeah, and just like that Brock Purdy Jalen Hurts games, like I was saying before, it's just like we thought the game was over so many times, but like I'm not sure if we have the like we don't have like the t- like the veteran veteran leadership to like have a comeback. Right. We can't like have a huge comeback game. We did against Iowa, but it was we ran out of time. We just you know I mean just can't we can't just get beaten down because I don't think our def- our I think our secondary kind of struggled honestly against Okie State, and I think yeah. it was it'll call will be a wake up call for him because like honestly it's like criticizing our secondary is like crazy because like TJ Tampa like honestly he it was one of the worst games in a long time just because like his standard is so high like he's a yeah. like we we want him to be like a first round draft pick like honestly in my mind there's some games like he should just be playing in the NFL. Like he shouldn't even be playing college because he like they're not throwing his direction. But Okie State for some reason was comfortable throwing his direction, and uh, I think it'll be nice. It means a big it'll be a big stage for him. Obviously the bright lights in Norman, and I think he'll show up and play great like he usually does. Well, that's a, there, there's a you know an argument to be said that I'm glad that they threw at him because you know when you're the big dog and nobody wants to throw to you, you kind of you kind of you know let your guard down a little bit and you kind of get out of practice and so. I'm glad Okie State threw his way a couple of times because, you know, now TJ doesn't think he's invincible. And he also remembers, you know, you had, you get live bullets. I mean, you're actually playing the position. But Mouse Purchase did not have a very good game. He'll have a lot better game Saturday, I'm, I'm sure of. Um, you know, Jalen, obviously, we already said, played really well. I mean, I, but we're a lot younger now than we were back then. And, you know, it's going to be how these young pups handle the stage. How's Jeremiah going to handle playing in Norman for the first time? How's Ben Bramer, who 12 months ago was playing high school football in Nebraska, how he's going to handle this? I mean, um, you know, and then, you know, getting back to our offensive line, is our offensive line going to be able to handle the big stage? I mean, you know, we didn't handle it at Ohio. But like the, this is a hell of a lot harder than Ohio. Well, the thing about like about Campbell's like recruitment and like his era, I feel like he, his players are never scared. Like Jeremiah right. Cooper will not be scared. Like um, like Ben Bramer, like Dominic Orange, they want they want all this. They want to go to Norman. Oh, right. They want the lights. Like this is what Campbell wanted. Like we got like the, let's think about the talent level. Obviously, in twenty seventeen, like on the defense is like completely. Yeah better i feel like uh, no slight to like joe landing is a first year linebacker going out there and just being telling baker mayville who his daddy is and stuff and just like <laughs> you know rumor is matt landing's gonna be there really yeah it's yeah. it's uh yeah that, well, you know you know one person that we have not talked about much is sadowski you know he's playing every snap yeah but so he's, he hasn't. I, he must not have made a mistake yet. You never hear his name that he, like he's out of position or whatever. And um, so maybe it'll maybe it'll be his coming out party where people learn his name. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a big big stage for Rocco. I mean, it's going to you know, and he's probably going to be running for his life a couple times. He just can't panic and just live to fight another day. Um, we got our punters good. We got a better kicker. Hopefully they've got the, the special team straightened out. So who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. I said last podcast we're going into we're going into November with three losses. This is the loss that I the only loss I predicted. So if we uh, if we can pull this one off, we're playing with house money as far as I'm concerned. 
Yeah, it's just I think what I really want through I just want to win this game, obviously, because uh, it's great for our program and like. But one of the main reasons is because we last time we beat played at Nebraska was the eight turnover game. We win. We don't play there ever again. I kind of want just yeah. a weird junked up game. We win. We don't have to play there ever again. We we, we watch. We can watch the Oklahoma games on the SEC, knowing we last time we played them, we beat them. Like obviously the next year, Nebraska came to Jack Trice and beat us, but obviously we almost beat them off a fake P, fake PAT. Who if he could just throw through it, thrown a little harder, we maybe could have won that. Yeah, but, that was a great play. I mean, it's it, it just wasn't executed. Yeah, but yeah, if we can just f- somehow junk up a victory, get Rocco. Like if we can get a victory somehow, and like a twenty point dog. I mean, we've done it before. It's just like, so we can do it. How anyway. about a 50-yard walk-off field goal? That would be so awesome. Yeah, just maybe just like barely on the pylon. Too. Like if it's just barely over the pylon too, we like, you know, it's just, just for giggles and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not obviously predicting a win because predicting a win at Oklahoma is pretty, no, <laughs> pretty I, difficult. I'm not going to call this one at all. Yeah, I, mean, I, have just, no, I have no idea. We could get housed. It could be a one touchdown loss. We could be a one touchdown win. I have no idea. It's really, I mean, I wouldn't put money on this with your money. I mean, there's no way I'd do it. I mean, I just have no idea what to expect. Yeah. That's why, I mean, I like the very Iowa State thing to say, but get us to the fourth quarter. Keep us interested in the fourth quarter so we're screaming at the TV with two minutes to go. Yeah, but. If we can just junk it up like Cincinnati tried to, and I feel like if we can just be more successful on offense, we just cannot let them like put 21 points in the first quarter. Just yeah. try, if we can get zero zero first quarter, I'll be really happy. Oh, if we can go in, go in tied at halftime, I don't care what the score is. Yeah, it's just yeah, I don't know. It, there's a huge. I guess the there's been problems like every cycle every cycle and podcast has talked about it this week is the intro music and like the band it's just like all out of whack Oklahoma no for us us, like the like before they go on the field and stuff like we used to like have an intro but we do still have it but it's just like because like you know Kanye like went off the rocker over the winter and like was saying how he loves Nazis and stuff and we obviously can't I guess have it song on or I guess if no one even mentioned Kanye song power I feel like no one would, like would have said anything but obviously we live in a world nobody, where nobody on the west side of the stadium yeah <laughs> yeah it was I mean, nobody would have known who Kanye is on that side yeah but I don't know it's just it, this has always been a huge complaint for me Iowa State has been terrible at the you should be doing that. Should be your job. Yeah, I, I'm like people. Anybody, just some like listening. Hire Thomas to take it over. I trust me. It would be. I'd be. I'd try. I mean, it would be fantastic. And I would like what they should do is like since it's so bad. Like everyone can agree, it's just not up to par. Like smoke in the water would be better at this point. But yeah, like we we should like just have a couple like three or four. Test them out. And have the fans vote. Which one was better? Which one did you like the best? Vote here and just stick with it. Because, like, I feel like we're so powerless because, like, we want it to get better, but there's, like, no, like, way to, like, vote or, like, it's just all behind the scenes. And 
the basketball is just as just as bad, if not worse. But I'm what about s- the Chris Stapleton in the air tonight thing for Monday Night Football? That would be awesome. That know. was really. Good. I mean, that's that's a it's him and Snoop Dogg. But it's just it's just simple. It's people obviously are like, why do you guys like people are like, why do you care so much? It's like it matters. It's about the it's about the fan experience. It's about yeah. like little kids and like seeing like Caden run out of this field. Like like it's a thing. Yeah. We need to make it more. We need to find something and just consistently do it. Like I saw yeah. someone on Twitter made this huge like thunderstruck thing, but the only like it was great, awesome, great uh, edit and like awesome like choice. But it only be. That would be the greatest choice, but uh, Iowa it runs out to the same song. And like, if we play Iowa and Jack Trice, we like Jack. They made Jack Trice the damn near Kinnick at this point because they beat us for almost over a decade. And Jack Trice, and we can't have those players getting pumped up, going out the same song. You know what I mean? It'd be kind of weird. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, but there. I mean, there's Metallica. And there's all. I mean, we're talking about all old songs, though, too. I mean, can we find something that's with? You know, since I was in high school, that we can play. I mean, yeah. you know, "Smoke on the Water" is when I was in junior high for crying out loud. I mean, "Thunderstruck" came out when I was in college. I mean, Jesus, there hasn't been any good songs made since the '90s that people get excited about. I mean, I don't know. It's just, just know. the graphics, the whole thing. They just need to throw it away and just start over because it's just yeah. they, they need to hire you. That's I, what I've said. I mean, I'm not saying I could do a better job, but I'm saying you could. I'm just saying I could get a group of people that think like me and like care and make it awesome because I know like what the at like it's a part of the athletes too. Like we want like a cool experience. Like athletes like I I want that to run through that experience. Like I'm sure like the same like enter Sandman with Virginia Tech. How many people? How many kids just want their like obviously they've had a great program in like the past, but or the well, I mean Tyler Nielsen, you know the Humboldt alum that played middle outside linebacker for the Hawkeyes. Gatorade player of the year in Iowa. He made the decision to go to Iowa when he left his visit on his, on his um, iPod back then he hit shuffle. And the song that came up was the Rolling Stones song that the Hawks play when they walk out. And so that was, he said that was a sign that that's where you should go to Iowa. So, I mean, it, it matters. Kids pay attention to it. Yeah. And like, so when it's, when it's a, when it's a, when it's a cluster and it stinks, Kids are noticing that too. It's just too bad. Like we don't have like a like Colorado has a buffalo. Like they could run out with the buffalo. Like that is sick. That is awesome. And then then Texas has the the steer and well, like even the buffalo thing. Even when they're bad, like the intro, like the that's cool. It's, it's amazing unique. nobody's died. Nobody has, <laughs> hasn't died from that. And I mean, it's it's like the Instagram account Turons of Yellowstone. I mean, you got a bunch of city people trying to pet a buffalo. You got two clowns with the being drugged by a buffalo across the across the field. Yeah, I don't know. What could we do? I mean, we're not gonna we're gonna have Iowa pork sponsor us taking a hog across the field. I mean yeah, I don't can't know. do anything with the with a with the cyclone thing. I mean I think if we start I don't know. We've we've been pushing the limit on the siren thing because it probably people that have lived through a tornado probably get a little PTSD every time they hear that thing. So Yeah. True. Um, well, by the way, I, I busted out a names logger for our buddy Ryan Ryan Harklaw. I guess support the support the team. So, yeah, it's not my favorite, but I'm but I'll drink it. Yeah, I'm gonna be brutally honest. Like, how many bears 
do we have to make till like we can be honest about the Ames Locker? How many beers we're gonna can we have? Make? A, we're gonna have a position beer pretty quick. We're gonna have the Iowa State D backs beer. We're gonna have the Iowa State linebackers beer. There's so many of them coming out now. Back pocket is coming out with another one, so that'll make beer number four or five, I think, in the state. This is the only one that benefits the We Will. But you know, I've said for a long time, when is the microbrewery market going to be saturated? I mean, there's so many of them out there. Some of them are just freaking horrible. I mean, not this one, but I mean, there's some out there that are, you know, the cranberry stout Oktoberfest crap. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I mean, it's just, know, so I don't know. And it, the margins on these microbreweries is really small. So, I mean, that's why, you know, they're charging what, 14 bucks a six pack for a yeah, because like Ames Lager, whatever it is. My thinking is, I want to get like just want to get buy the beer just so I can have them just in case they go away. Because like these sick, like the Jack Trice Foundation beer, like that's sick. Like the, the all the Jack Trice beer like cans, like awesome. Well, I mean, this isn't a new thing though. I mean, I got I bought you that can on eBay. Yeah, there, you know, there was an Iowa State beer back in the early '80s, and then my I had an uncle that had used to be a thing that um, had a. They used to make whiskey bottles that were, you know, like pieces of art, like an Elvis one. And he had all of these different whiskey bottles. But then he started collecting beer cans, too. And there's, you know, it's a, that's actually a thing. People collect beer cans. So um, it is kind of a cool thing. But, to you know, we know, shout out to Tractor Left Brewery in Humboldt. I know that making money in the microbrewery market is a, is a tough sled. And so. Yeah, Aaron's um, Aaron's singing there on Sunday. Go check it out. Yeah, so shout out to we we don't get paid, but we don't have any sponsors. So if we spot we say something, it's because we like them. Larry Balky and Tractor Lift Brewery in uh, Humboldt, Iowa, downtown. It's a good time. Um, my niece has on a has a band called uh, uh, Lakeside Jukebox. They're going to be singing there for Oktoberfest on Sunday. Um, wish it wasn't on Sunday because most people have to work on Monday, but. Um, they're really good. The band, they're teachers. I mean, Aaron is a vocal music teacher at Okaboji High School, and then the band teacher is the other guy that plays the guitar. So, I mean, they're really good, and um, it's a lot of fun. So, but again, it's a microbrewery, and we're, I'm I'm trying to get him to do a Sound the Sirens beer. We'll see. Yeah, if that'd, that be, ever that'd be cool. Just for like a couple of them. Like, you know? What's that? Just like I have a couple of them. Just like, just, yeah, just to say yeah, we've 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 talked about it, but. You know, it's a lot of work for Larry. And Larry's a Larry's a veteran, uh, uh, an army veteran out, out of the unit out of Boone. So he's a good dude. So we'll support him any way we can. Yeah, it's uh, and it'll be like it's just weird how like this is the last time like in the Ames bars that there's gonna be kids watching the at Oklahoma game like versus Iowa yeah. State and like. Get, so we got kids at bars now. They're you said bar. kids in a bar. <laughs> You mean at Applebee's? That's what maybe. That's what maybe. No, maybe not what kids. So like college kids. College kids. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Like in Ames. Like I'm picturing. Like you know what I mean. Like the kids that are going to Astas and all these bars. All the kids t- that are on Barstool ISU yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just weird how this is the last time. It's just it's yeah. kind of for real. Like it'll be different. It's just gonna be so weird next year when Texas. I mean, Texas can go because they they just kind of been dragon they've just been part of the league they almost broke us up with the longhorn network and now just thank god oklahoma stuck around and like was held up the conference for a while because they had baker and kyler and like with them going to playoff every once in a while it really kind of kept us relevant and 
but when against like like imagine if that at like at Oklahoma game if that if that Oklahoma team wasn't ranked third in the country we're not like we're watching it and like talking about it like it was such a huge thing for our program and you gotta yeah. give it to Oklahoma because I mean Bob Stoops and his Iowa connection just absolutely haunted Iowa State for yeah. dec- like a decade and, and a half. And it's on place for Oklahoma. Yeah, which would be it would be great to finally beat like because the Stoops. I don't know. He's on TV and all that jazz. He's just, I don't know. For me, it's just unbearable and just because he made my childhood so suffer, insufferable because I probably wouldn't. I didn't watch a second half out of Oklahoma because I couldn't, I couldn't stand it because we were just I – mean, Andrew, Adrian Peterson, Jamarco Murray. Oh, he was so good. He was so good. Gosh. And yeah. we're like – obviously, our, back, our defensive line back then were, wasn't as good as ours now, and we just get pushed around. Like every – there's like every – Every route was like twelve yard catch. Move it on, and that's that. Right. I just don't think that's going to be on Saturday. And it's just like we can compete with them, and we can. Right. We have the coaches that obviously yep. probably have a better defensive coordinator than them. Campbell, obviously, it's just like we win one conference game, and it's like everyone's back. It's like all right, we got Campbell, <laughs> right, <That's> right, yeah. <laughs> and it's like yeah, and uh, we got a freshman quarterback who could if he beats at Oklahoma, like it's just gonna put more confidence in them and I don't know. I feel like if Stan, I feel like we need to get Stanley a nice game. Like Stanley against Colorado. Like I feel like he's a decently good player and we just haven't gotten open in the ball. And I think yeah. he could be a sneaky guy that has a big game at Oklahoma. Well Jackson, I mean Jackson had a breakout game, yeah. you know, and he you know he had about a lot of big offers, I think, you know, when he was in high school and then he got in a car accident and we we're the ones that stuck with him. So we're kind of reaping the benefits of that. I mean, yeah, he looked great. He had a fantastic game. Oh man, he was terrific. Mm-hmm. I like his, where is Greg Gaines? Where is Greg Gaines? I don't know. If we I mean if Daniel Jackson and Jalen Ole keep playing like that, I mean, it'd be nice to see him out there. But it's just we like we can't we gotta forget about the stars and like recruiting because like yeah. if they they're, if they're not on the field, we already know. But it'd be, obviously, he's young and a young kid. He can be one of the greats. But yeah. uh, I don't know. It's just. You never know until you see them, and we have the receivers that we got, and I like how our tight ends are getting more involved, and I think Dean, if we get Dean in the ball more, it really opens up the ball more for Bramer, I feel like, because Bramer's probably going to get double teamed because he's so runs, he's so big and runs routes like a receiver. You just got to – it's just to be so nice when we're going to have him now on for the future. How about a shout-out to the nickel kid? You know, when he chased down the running back from Oklahoma State – Holy crap, that was an effort. He mean he kind of overran the play, went out of bounds, and then chased down their tailback. I mean, that was a phenomenal play. I mean, that kid can move. And he was a walk-on not that long ago. I mean, didn't he just get his scholarship? Yeah, I'm not sure. And yeah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Cooper had a huge hit on third third down. Right. Well, that was the funniest part of that play. If you want to go back and watch that play from the end zone, Nickel is busting his ass to catch this kid. And Jeremiah Cooper is flying in behind him, and Jeremiah kind of kind of hits the clutch a little bit and slows down because he sees Nichols going to get him. But Jeremiah was, was going to catch that kid because Jeremiah is freaking fast, man. He was he was flying up behind that kid. So <clears throat> I just thought it was a great effort play by the nickel kid. I mean, he's got this hair flying in the wind, and he's figuring out a way to chase that kid down. And so it's what that's what everybody says is that he is an effort guy, and he boy he showed it in that play. Yeah, I think we I think we got some really good we just got some great players on defense and we were kind of yep. like we're low key spoiled on defense and it just like it puts more pressure on our offense cuz 
like if our offense is like not up to par and our defense has to play more and like every time that seems to like there's a huge play just because like our defense has been out there forever and like it's just I don't know I feel like I'm not sure if like Oklahoma has like CD Lamb and like the high level receivers like they used to but that's why I feel like maybe more confident coming to this game than I should be because they don't have the like crazy high level of talent like they used to but they still have great great players that are five stars but nothing like but this, aren't we kind of in a no lose situation here yeah i'd say so i mean if we lose it's not the end of the season if we win it's obviously a huge huge win on our resume but the season's not over if we lose i mean yeah, we're, a work, in prog- we're big, a work in progress we're a work in progress big 12 is not very good and we I think we have a shot that we have such young, good players that we can. Yeah. We have a we could have a great year, but it just comes down to, I feel like, what our fan base is kind of like questioning is like our coaches, coaches, but I feel like our coaches are fine because like, we're just really close, and I feel like the coaches just get really irritated when like the journal like the journalists keep asking the same questions over and over again, but wouldn't you? I mean, you I want to you yeah. want to be irri- you want to be irritated. Watch the Oklahoma press conference. How'd you like to be that guy every day? Every, every, I mean, because number one, it's twice as long as Campbell's. And number two, you know, the microscope in Oklahoma is much bigger than it is in Iowa State. And all of these clowns asking questions of Venables, I mean, he is doing everything he can to control himself when people ask him stupid questions. I mean, so. Yeah, did you see Link Riley like had fans like break into his house after like he left for USC and stuff? Like in like Van Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like. Obviously, they have a huge fan base, and like there's crazy people in all fan bases, but that's next level. Yeah, yeah, that's no, that's it. That's idiotic. Somebody ought to be in jail for that. Yeah, that's that's just like okay. Well, there's <laughs> just got to be a point. Where like, all right, well, I'm seeing kids' toys. Like, all right, this is stupid. What am I doing? <laughs> right. What am I doing? Why do I care so much that I'm breaking oh into? God. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. But yeah, no, it's, I'm just hoping for a good game. Obviously, everybody is. I mean, it's fun to play the big dogs. It's no fun. Watching the Ohio game was not fun. Underperforming against the team that we should beat was not fun. You know, just playing to our potential. Let's play to our potential and see what happens. I mean, end of the day. So yep. we got to enjoy it. Last time we're going to be down in Oklahoma. Yep. Let them go to the SEC and be 500 next year. All right. Well, yeah, we appreciate I'm not, that. I'm not predicting anything. So. Uh, Tractor Lift Brewery, go out and help those guys if you're ever in Humboldt. Um, anybody else we want to plug that's been good to us lately? Anybody over in Clarion or Humboldt or Fort Dodge? Fort Dodge, again, has still been supporting the kid the, the kid that got shot in Algona. It's been fan- fantastic. Still have, still have schools that are trying to donate to his to his cause. So Officer Cram is in the – Oh, yeah. His family's in everybody's thoughts still. So Yeah, that was such a cool thing that Humboldt did with the logo and – all the run out of the flags and stuff. Just and then we traded, we gave their band some of our equipment because it's blue. Um, for their yeah, so it's a it was a cool that's small town Iowa. I mean, that's 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 just the cool thing about being the small town Iowa that everybody tries to stick together. So, yep. um, yeah, it was a it was a it's an unfortunate situation, but uh, that's what we do, that's why we live in live in small towns. So, yep, so yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Hey, tell your friends, subscribe on YouTube, tell your friends about 
um, Thomas's little project here and get us a, get Thomas past 5,000 followers on Twitter. We made a mistake. Shout out to the lady in Madrid. Really sorry. It took us a while to get your shirt. We kind of blew it on an email. I got it out to you as fast as we can. We sent you an extra shirt. Um, we've got some new window clings. Um, they're not even on the website. Um, that uh, it's a strange, and maybe I've talked about this already, but it's a strange a, a window cling you put on the back of your window. And when you look through the back window, you can't even see it from, from the outside you can. So um, you want to support Thomas's project, go to um, soundthesirens.com, buy a shirt. We'll get it out to you faster than I did last week. And um, just tell your friends, we like to grow this a little bit and, um, and get a few more, few more downloads on uh, Spotify and Apple podcasts and stuff. So, Go Cyclones. We need to beat the Sooners. Yep, go Cyclones.